0: Morning. This episode contains strong language. So let's just talk yeah, about a little sure. bit. of, Yeah, your journey of getting on MasterChef and you know how you <laughs> for got sure. there. And this is crazy. Uh,
1: really, one of the most I would say random things that's ever happened to me. Um, I've never. Uh, I I still don't know if I really want to be on TV or anything. It's too late now. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but. Welcome to the Lone Star Play
0: podcast. I'm your host, Patrick Scott Armstrong. Join me and a famous guest. We discuss their career, life, food, Texas, and everything in between. Let's get started. Hi, guys, and welcome to another episode of the Lone Star Play podcast. I'm your host, Patrick Scott Armstrong. All right. Uh, We have an amazing episode today, guys. Okay, this is super exciting. We have Chef Michael Silverstein. He was on the last season of Master Chef. You know the show on Fox with Gordon Ramsay. Yeah, that Master Chef. All right, he made it just over halfway through the season. Did an awesome job. um, And we had an awesome conversation. Okay, I've always wanted to know about Master Chef a little bit from behind the scenes. I've heard some stories and I've heard some things, and we busted some myths. Myths. (laughs) master chef myths okay so that was actually really cool right i could just ask him directly hey okay what about this what about that so um you know he spills the beans on some stuff on some stuff he can't okay look he signed some documents okay it's like legit okay so he can't there's some things he can't reveal but what he could reveal he revealed and it was awesome um you know yeah you know just about cooking auditioning you know, how did he get on the show? How, how, how did that happen? Uh, being on the show, what that's like, um, what what it's really like to be on the show. Okay, what you see, what we see, right when we watch the show, um, and what is actually happening there, really you know, fascinating, to be honest with you. And we talk about his new book. That's right, he's got a book out. It's awesome. Okay, it's called New Keto Cooking. Oh. Bam, right here, okay. Because this is going to be—if uh, you're listening—I'm showing it to the camera, okay. It's a great book. It's called New Keto Cooking, and just beautiful. Just—it's just an amazing book. Uh, so we go over the book as well. Uh, look, tons of recipes, okay. He look—he did the photography himself, so that's a, another amazing thing. But that's something that uh, you know, sort of new chefs are having this talent of being able to capture their art as well. Which is an art unto itself right so it's absolutely amazing when you think about everything you know he put into this book it's honestly mind-blowing and inspiring so if you're thinking about doing that or if you're cook online if you're trying to you know push uh you know cooking dishes and getting them on instagram and stuff like that this is a great conversation about that as well you know what it takes even equipment to use cost you know what what the the ethic of it right the the work ethic of it um you know just the details of it really cool just again this is just such a cool conversation um eye-opening he's such a friendly guy um super cool you're just gonna love it you can see why he's successful at this point uh with this book that's doing phenomenal right now um and you know, honestly, you got to hurry up and get this book because it's going to sell out before Christmas. So, or it could be sold out by the time you listen to this. I'm sure they'll get more copies, but you know, there's an e- ebook version, but if you want like the physical, I don't know, you know, look, last time I, am just saying they're flying off the shelves. So if, as soon as you hear this, stop, go get the book first and then, you know, listen to the podcast because you don't want to miss out on that. All right. And, and it's about keto. Look, we've never had a, a chef on to talk about keto. So that was interesting. I didn't know much about it. We got into that and, and broke it down. But I can tell you something this right now. I look at this cookbook and it says keto on it. But I look through it, it. It's nothing like, oh, keto. does that make sense. Like, it's just like a cool cookbook. So it's really accessible to anybody, which is awesome. That was a smart move on his part, in my opinion. Um, just a great guy. Great book. Great conversation. Um, really looking forward to what he does coming up 2021 and um, just everything he's got coming up. And he's in Austin too. He's moved to Austin, just been here about a year. So that was cool. Maybe when, uh, you know, this pandemic um, settles down, we'll go out and have a beer or something or a meal or, or something. So, okay. Oof, yeah. Just great. Cool book. Anyway, uh, funny story real quick. Just, just, I want to make it quick, I promise the, we, I actually already interviewed him like a few weeks ago that's right i did you know what happened i lost the interview something on my computer on the zoom it just it didn't get it all i had like six minutes of it got some of it it recorded six minutes of an hour conversation and we had this awesome conversation okay it was amazing just the chemistry it was just going back and forth and you know just really what we want on the lone star play And I'm excited about it. And then when it comes time, and I didn't even realize it till you know, a week later, that was even horrible. So I had to reach back out. Hey, chef, listen, I'm really sorry. Can we do this interview again? I know it's going to be hard to capture the magic we had before. We're going to try. And we did. I think it turned out great. And we had an even, might I say, a better conversation because at that time, his book, I couldn't get the book yet. It was on pre-order and that sort of thing. So it did give me time to get his book and I was able to flip through it. We had in hand. So in a way, it might be better. But I will say that conversation was awesome. It was awesome. Um, so it's just going to be one of those episodes. You know, it just will, will forever be lost. And I'll be honest, that's the only time that's ever happened to me. I've never had that. I would tell you guys. Yeah, y'all wouldn't know, you know, what happens. Unless I tell you, it's the only time it's happened. It was devastating. But Chef Michael was so cool. Uh, his rep, uh, Haley. Uh, was also very, very cool about help helping us, you know get that back set up. So thank you to Chef Michael for taking the time again to deal with my dumbass. So again, let's sit back and enjoy this great uh, podcast with Chef Michael, Silverstein uh, from Master Chef out with his new book, New Keto Cooking. No, not keto. Yeah, Keto. <laughs> I said keto before. It's like, what is this? The Green Hornet? Okay. Um. so yeah okay uh, but before we get to that as always it's time for bet you didn't know that segment what is that you ask Patrick well it's an awesome segment about food facts I bet you didn't know why, why would he do that? Because we're sponsored by Texas Real Food. What is Texas Real Food, Patrick? Well, Texas Real Food is an awesome website, TexasRealFood.com, okay? You put in your zip code, it pulls up all these great places around you. What kind of places, Patrick? Well, the kind of places you wanna to go to. Well, why? Because all natural, organic, fresh, they're working with farms. What kind of places? Farm to table, restaurants, farmers markets, butchers, Maybe just a cool store, maybe just a cool food truck or restaurant that's not necessarily farm to table, if you will, but they're serving fresh organic stuff, right? A store, a grocer, small grocer, right? Just all cool places around you. You're not going to get that on Google, I promise you. It's going to bring up everything. So, this is just a cool way to, if you live that lifestyle, boom. Okay, these places support farmers and ranchers and the local food community. That's what Texas Real Food's about. So, um, love it. So, that's what this segment, moving into. Bet you didn't know that. Because on their social media, if you follow them, Texas Real Food, they just put up all these cool food facts. If you heard my dogs, I apologize. They're, they're barking. Um, so, that's what we're going to go over are some Texas Real Food facts. First, fact. Are you ready? Bet you didn't know, eggshell color is determined by the breed of the hen interesting right has nothing to do with anything else you might have heard but Patrick why is it when I go to the grocery store there's eggs the different colors right there you go breed of the hen alright next one Ooh. You're never going to believe this. Okay. I, I think you will actually. All right. Bet you didn't know the beer company Guinness actually founded the Guinness book of world records. That's right. The Guinness beer. That's, that's their book of records. Yes, they are connected. And there's actually a cool story behind that um, of why they even decided to do that. So, Google it because I don't have time because I'm in the middle of something else. You know, this segment. All right. Bet you didn't know. Pan de Campo is the official state bread of Texas. What? Patrick, you ask? What is that? Pan de Campo. It's like that round bread. Okay. Got a little, they score it like an X. A little fresh flour on top. Pan bon de Campo, so check it out. That's the official state bread of Texas. Yeah, you're probably like, do we had a state bread of Texas? Yeah, we do. All right, one more, and then that's it. And this one, I'll be honest, you're not going to believe it. I'm telling you, you're not going to believe it. All right, bet you didn't know. Adult pigs can run up to 11 miles an hour. That's a seven-minute mile the fuck out of here. That's better than I can run a mile. Adult pigs. That is it. Can they keep that 11? You know, how long can they keep running at 11 miles an hour? So, yeah, pigs are fast. Tell you something. They're fast. Alright, well, that was interesting. So, hope you enjoyed that segment. I did. Alright, as always, Texas Real Food as well. If you go to their website, texasrealfood.com slash discover. They've also got other features on the website, so... You know recipes, um, you know articles, reviews of podcasts, and other podcasts, not just ours. A food podcast is there's a really cool one they just did about farmers um, that's on there. Uh, But you know, there's also just whatever ideas and articles. Like I said, reviews and just cool stuff. There's a there's a really great classic potato latke uh, with homemade applesauce recipe on there. What's a latke? I hope I'm saying that right, latke. Yeah, latke, 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 latke. Um, it's like a potato hash thing, right? Really, that's all. It's just like, like a hash brownish, right? Like a hash brown. Um, deli- I'm looking at the picture right now. It's the deli- I'm sorry. I'm just I'm, I'm I'm literally distracted. How good this looks. So please check this out on the website. Classic potato latkes with homemade applesauce from Chef Ben. He does all the recipes. Um, on the website. Just amazing. So, look, it's a common dish for Hanukkah. Yeah, that's right. Okay, people, you know, we don't just celebrate Christmas here on the podcast. This for all holidays, for all you know, celebrations whatever you got going. Kwanzaa, Christmas, Navidad, Dia de los Reyes, Day of the Kings. Okay, it's many celebrations. In Hanukkah, Right. And you could just you can eat stuff from other stuff. I eat, uh, you know, I'll eat this. OK, it looks delicious. I mean, I can't stop looking at it with the applesauce. Mm. Pork chops and the applesauce. Shout out, Robert, Chef Robert. He'll He's the only one that will get that joke. Um, it is from the Brady Bunch. But anyway, OK, Um, that's enough, guys. Let's just get to the episode. All right, let's get to this phenomenal episode with Chef Michael Silverstein from uh, MasterChef. Also with his new cookbook out again, new keto cooking. Um, Awesome conversation. You're going to love it. Um, All right. So without further ado, let's get to it. Oh, oh, wait, wait, wait. Our website, thelonestarplay.com. Don't forget. Check it out. And please, look, I got one thing to ask. Just do me a favor and I'm going to get to the episode. If you're on Apple, if you listen to this on Apple podcast, leave us a review. That helps because that helps put the podcast into like upper standings as well. and gets more people to see it and blah, blah, blah. It's really one of the only ones you can do reviews on. So please, that would be awesome. If you listen to it on Apple podcast, please uh, leave us a review. Um, that would be great. So anyway, thank you so much uh, for supporting um, you know us through the podcast, however you listen to it or take this in. Thank you so much. So. All right, let's get to it, Chef Michael Silverstein. Enjoy. Hello, hello. Hey, what's up, brother? How you doing? Oh man, this feels Shilling, familiar, right? <laughs> deja vu here. I'm a deja right. fool, is what I am. You Although. Know. Uh, Look, yeah. Go ahead. Sorry. We're oh, gonna...
1: no, I'm just gonna say I'm, I'm not mad about doing it. like th- I had a good
0: time. I so. appreciate that, dude, that you have no yeah, idea how really much that deal. means. Um, I'm sure I've explained a little bit in the intro that I haven't done yet, but I always do, you know, for the beginning. But um, yeah, you know, so we were doing our last <laughs> episode and we finished and it was great. And, uh, you know, that was one of the best ones we've done. And boom, six minutes and 42 seconds, to be exact. It cuts off. It's actually Damn. the only time I've had to deal with Zoom. um. Uh, what do you call it like tech support right i've mm. never had to deal with them it, it's i guess it went it did, okay. it did
1: happen to me once in a um i did a live cooking class and it just like it just failed off. yeah it just the uh the recording just the failed. recording yep. yeah yeah it like it just sent me like a notification like a pop-up it was just like recording <laughs> failed
0: um, oh man yeah that's the worst yeah. yeah mine mine gave me a file but again it just cut off it you, you were in the middle of saying something cool and
1: you know, oh really like, okay yeah. yeah my the time it happened to me it just like nothing it just nothing lit. yeah
0: that's why I contact them I was fans. like look it it I, I got something you know there's something to work with here and they you know they had me do a couple of things but at the end of the day there's nothing that really they can do it's gone once it's gone yeah. it's gone and now I've set up a yeah. system to in case something where I've got uh got oh like a screen
1: so, recording kind of thing
0: yeah I've got like a backup so no no matter what uh I'll always so- get them from here now.
1: So do you want to um uh, do you want did, did you plan to address that or we just pretend it didn't happen? Like I got no, I, I definitely care. address
0: it. I always address things. Yeah, that's the truth. That's the this is it. I'm going to put this part in Michael. goal. Oh, is cool.
1: That me explaining,
0: you know, that that's part of it. I like the I think it's kind of funny and, and, and always in retrospect. Right. Because at the time I should have taken a video myself. I was so mad, man. I'm like, oh, my God, no way. No way, I can't I cannot believe I have never lost an interview. I've never not had an interview before. Right. I've never completed an interview and not had it. That's never happened to me. So I just didn't know. Well, there's a
1: there's a couple good upgrades this time. We both have our books. Yes, that is exactly true. It gave me time to get your book, man. (laughs) And most importantly, I invested in wireless earbuds. So
0: man, it's a new world out here. It's a new world out here. It's a new world.
1: (laughs) i I think think in our last video i had like the iphone white uh which those work too
0: right those were but the wireless
1: come on yeah
0: for sure it's like the best you know for sure uh yeah man exactly the book thing for sure it gave me a chance to get your book i've got it like in my physical hands which is awesome (laughs) First glance of of the book, man. Just right. That, that what's the first thing you do when you get a book? You start flipping through it. You just
1: start flipping.
0: You just start flipping. There's really yeah. no rhyme or reason. And bro, the pictures are <laughs> Thank very you. ridiculous. Well, you we're, already we're in the lab before. I mean, I mean,
1: right here. That's
0: yeah, right behind you. Right, you got all the lights. Yeah. You got yeah, you've got everything there. I mean, the pictures are, and you did these pictures too, man. Which is so. Yeah. How, how often does that happen, where the chef does the pictures too? I'll tell What's you talent it, uh, all to itself.
1: Well, and I don't consider myself a photographer. So th- this Bro, was like way you do, you out of my comfort now. zone. You should now. I, I mean, I had to like, I mean, I didn't have to. This was something the publisher actually asked me if I wanted to do before this. I've only really, you know, it's been something I played with on Instagram, but I never took myself that seriously, just something I enjoyed. Like, I, I think for me, like a- anything that I do, I just I want to do it at least decent you know i so like even on instagram i tried to figure this out but when the publisher said hey you want to um you want to do your own photos i said what you (laughs) think i'm capable of that (laughs) yeah yeah uh so that that was a a whole other challenge uh did you have all the gear or some of the gear
0: or what? Or what was the deal with that? Like gear wise, I had
1: most of it. I got a second camera before the book. I was using one, and then if I was changing shots overhead or whatever, I'd, I was doing the manual work. So it was only when I posted on Instagram. But when I had to do sixty-five like print quality photos um, very quickly, uh, it forced me to kind of think about how to do this a little bit more efficiently and consistently. Because you want when you're flipping through again, Instagram is one thing, but when you're flipping through a book. You want a consistent level uh,
0: I see. in terms of
1: lighting and exposure and kind of an aesthetic that that runs through the book. Yeah. And so every time I move my camera from the overhead mount to the face, you know, the front on mount, you're yeah. you're readjusting levels. It became worth it for me to invest in some new equipment so that I'm kind of plug and play now. Where like. I got my camera on the same settings in every photo in there. And then I'm just kind of popping a different dish in and it, it gave me a rhythm and and a consistency that was really like required uh, nice. for something going into print. Yeah. So I, I did have to invest a little bit, but... Um, I don't have crazy expensive cameras. They're, they're, they're. Uh, I mean, you you could find two three thousand dollar lenses. Forget about the cameras that people. Yeah, use that's true. The lenses
0: is, is you're right. It's the lenses. Yeah, but
1: I shot the whole book with two five hundred dollar cameras and two one hundred dollar lenses. Uh, and uh, yeah, I I am cool with that. Like I.
0: Can you, you know. say what the camera brand is?
1: Yeah, they're canons. It's canons. canons, canons lens, beautiful canons cameras. That's yeah, what I got T7. right here, baby. Canons. Yeah, T seven eyes. Nice. Um, I bought one of them used. The second one I bought it used because I'm like, <laughs> fine. Um, yeah,
0: there's really nothing wrong with I uh, like used used lenses. I do that. I mean, all the yeah, time, like yeah, yeah. I mean, as 100.
1: Lo- percent As long as they're not trashed, like yeah, it's fine. Yeah, that's what it's for. Perfection. Honestly, yeah. that's what
0: that industry is for. It's made for that stuff to be yeah, passed sure. around and for moved sure. around. You know, it's cool flowers. though because
1: I don't know if I, I don't know if I can like do this in reverse. These pictures. I'm I'll sorry. Have...
0: These I'm so distracted, dude. <laughs> These pictures are ridiculous show us good. which one are you looking at like
1: i'm looking at all of them guys like <laughs>
0: holy oh, cow pork belly i, I that's mean a korean dude, pork belly it's like every it, literally every picture is like money shot right like every picture is that. ridiculous dude just ridiculous I that. I mean, and that's what's so great you made the food you just you know you come up with the recipes you also designed the aesthetic of the layout of the dish and taken the, you know, you, you just controlled everything about it. It's just so beautiful. Like it's just amazing. Thank you.
1: Dude. I really appreciate that. I, I was very insecure about this piece. Cause like, dude, you know, you're a chef, you know, like, I, first I've of done all, a lot cook, of food
0: photography It's hard as
1: it's hard. Fuck, and this right? is so dude, hard. even with food, you know, I, I bet you're like me. where like, I feel every dish could always be a little better. Like, there's always a dash of salt or whatever. Uh, You know, even if people who are eating and they're like, Oh my God, this is amazing. I'm like, yeah. You you
0: always critique of course, because you know what it was supposed to be from the beginning. Yeah, And And no one else does.
1: That's the little like kind of um, the artistic piece of food that I love is like, it can always be refined a little bit, an extra grain of salt, an extra pinch of cayenne, but I am not a photographer or a writer by trade. And so, Man this book pushed me out of my element and really forced me. It really forced that. me to like pu- uh, you know just get better, just learn a craft and and fucking like take it seriously. Like I said food photography was a hobby for me with Instagram stuff but this really forced me to like work on it.
0: Which is great because that's the new era, right? That's where we're moving in the direction yeah. of people having autonomy with their brand and what they do. And because we we have tools, I mean, as much as you want to talk about these different social media and this, that, they do give you an option to create a platform and, and financially, right. right, sustain yourself. And if you have this, t- right. people are learning how to do these things, right? And yeah, that's right. the more you can learn these
1: tools, I mean, it's the better. Yeah. And I, I feel like in today's like 2020, 2021 coming up here, like, uh, having one skill set's almost not enough anymore. It's like, you've got to be able to do yeah. a couple things uh, at least. I, I don't know, especially if you're kind of self-employed, um, and, and trying to make it on your own. Uh, you
0: yeah, absolutely.
1: You can't just be good at like the one thing you do. You've got to wear different hats. Um. It's tough yeah. man out here. It's tough trying to make it in this uh, in this space where you're not getting a a, a, two, a bi-weekly paycheck and you're trying to just like make it work on your own. It's tough.
0: Absolutely, man. That's the hustle, but that's where you know you hear story, you hear success stories and you hear that part of the story that you're saying. And that's always a lot of times a moment where they, you know, you can walk away because it's mm. right? It's whatever or you start to peel away slowly from it. That's another way, right? The the death by a thousand cuts. So you slowly start to pull away from it and start to go down this other avenue that's more, you know, whatever, just safe, I guess. I mean, if I had to use a word, right? Just whatever, a a nine to five, or you took a job, right? A corporate job, something. You just took something different. Whereas it's that moment where you just almost have to dig in twice as hard, to be honest with you, to really... Because the truth is, if you keep going with it, it will it will become yeah. something. It really will. If you put hard work into it, it really will. It's
1: tough. though. I mean, I'm not going to lie. There are days that, you know, I don't have every day is not a good day. Right. Like there are days sure. where I'm like, I don't know where the hell I'm getting my next paycheck. And um, yeah. there are days where I'm like, man, should I just get like, am I going to need to get a job or should I just get a job and stop putting myself through this madness all the time? And there's other days where I'm like so grateful to be on this journey and like just having a blast, you know, regardless yeah. of money, I'm just having a blast and sure. uh, kind of seeing things through that I've always dreamed of, but it's not easy there. I'm not going to lie. There's maybe it's a mix days where I'm like, it, yeah, maybe, you That's know, true. that, yeah.
0: that happened. Like you said, you have to have multiple talents and you you'll notice that with people that are so They got multiple things going on, they got multiple streams. They got it's a true. job here. They're doing this, they're doing that. Do that. And sometimes <laughs> yeah, I, I know it,
1: successful right? people. And then they're like, driving Uber at night and like do it like just hustling, like doing whatever You got to hustle, takes. Absolutely. And I respect that a hundred percent.
0: And I've been
1: there, I have worked a day job and then went to the restaurant at four o'clock and got out at 1 AM and then was back at the office at 8 AM to like, cause I needed to, when I was in my twenties and stuff. And um, I did that for a long time working two jobs. Um, it's it, I respect the hustle. And uh yeah. you know if that's if that's where I gotta go, that's where I gotta go i'm I'm just I'm just hoping to kind of like keep being able to share my food and and stay alive like oh to, that's I'm, never I'm,
0: gonna stop, dude you'll always keep yeah yeah, head. yeah right that that's never gonna stop from you dude no, no matter what yeah. where and it, look the journey always you' always thinking this about movies, okay this mm. is a good analogy here, okay I was thinking this about movies and actors and how some actors can, you know. Live through different decades and periods and still, you know, retain some sort of relevance, right? Mm. And other actors start to fall out. And you think, why? Why does that start to happen? And I think what happens is, right, you get used to a certain thing and then you don't want to leave that. But the world changes and you kind of have to take those risks sure. and those chances with the changes. And right. I understand it. It needs to be calculated, but you know, I think it's the risk takers. It's the ones that, Interesting. you know, are willing to fall down, they're willing to go with something new, even if you're used to something else, you know, an older actor taking on some new kind of movie that's different. Right. But they do it. They just they go for it. And then it becomes some big hit. Right. And then they're relevant again and they're mm-hmm. and you, that, that's who sticks around. You know, I think yeah. chefs are the and same way. Chefs who totally. take a risk, that's what I was who have say. been around it, a long the time same thing. and they're like, boom, I'm going to come out with a new concept that's going to, yeah. you're never going to see this coming.
1: You yeah. know? Oh, food changes constantly.
0: Yeah. You got to stay and, with and it. And what's right?
1: trendy and like, yeah. man, it changes or, constantly. Or staying ahead of that, creating trends. Yeah. And as now, well. And now, like there's this whole online food world that's a whole different thing that I've kind of fallen 100%. into and- um, and is a whole other game. But I, I, to your point, like I see what you mean about actors in Hollywood or like truth be told, in a lot of like the entertainment space, you have to be able to pivot. You yeah. have to be able to kind of like be flexible. And, and like if you're and this kind of ties into our wearing multiple hats discussion, too, because you can't you can be the best in the world at one specific thing, but it's going to run out. Someone's going to, you know, push it to a new level or you know, a new trend is going to come out or whatever, you know, and like, I think about that a lot with keto. I'll be honest. I'm, it doesn't concern me because I was, you know, I've been cooking for my whole life. So I've been keto for two and a half years. I love all food and can get passionate about all food. I'll probably be keto for the rest of my life, but I still do a bunch of private chef stuff that nothing to do with keto at all. I love cooking all food. So one, like people constantly say to me, Oh, what happens if keto dies out? What is then I'll cook something else. You know, uh, I don't. I don't understand the question. Like people
0: still got to eat, right? Like, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. And and you know, the other part of that. I is don't like,
0: understand the question. That's funny. That's-
1: <laughs> the other part of it is like, is anybody going to sit here to my face and tell me that we should all be eating the same amount of sugar that we do today? You know what I'm trying to say? Like, yeah, that's the, a great the point. American diet is saturated with sugar from breakfast through the whole day. Right.
0: Yeah.
1: And drinks, maybe keto will die out. Yeah. Maybe keto will die out, uh, as a trend, but I think that the idea of eating whole foods, meat and veggies that are just still, I, I don't think that's a trend. I think that's just, um, common sense for me at least i don't know maybe i'm wrong we'll see you're not we'll check back in with me in five years or whatever (laughs) (laughs) but we'll we'll see you can mark my words you got a new
0: cookbook it's like new something else cooking right it's right
1: yeah which (laughs) would be cool if
0: you did that right because that would show
1: there's nothing growth and change and hey i do other
0: kinds of cooking like yeah it's true
1: i mean i i worked with a a chef um Awesome guy. He he was. I met him at a Spanish restaurant I worked at, and then I, I came back around, and he was working at a French restaurant. I mean, he's like chefs have to learn a lot of. You can't just be good at one thing to make it in this business. I think
0: um, absolutely. And you can pop around really, not too hard. A few days in the kitchen, you learn a few of the different things, but you start to learn a lot of the stuffs pretty similar, right? To how we do things. You're just going to learn specifics, and the longer you work in a kitchen. The quicker you pick up those specifics, that's all that's that right. is, right? That that's, that's right. really, yeah. that's really what it is, and that's what you want to do. You want to jump around and oh, this is cool. This is a new way to prep this or do this or this is how they cook this protein and yeah. yeah, yeah, absolutely. It it makes you more yeah, you know, able bodied to do anything or t- or take For an sure. opportunity somewhere sure. else.
1: For you sure. Know. But the, yeah, the, the food world's constantly changing. The health community's constantly changing. Yeah, All absolutely. kind of parts. It's always shifting. You know, I, yep. I remember the food of the nineties and, uh, <laughs> you know, today it's, it's like fashion or anything like you look, yeah. you know, great point. It's funny. Yeah. Like you ever, you ever watch a movie that doesn't feel maybe it was like 2005, early two thousands. and And it doesn't seem like it's that long ago, but just the vision. You're like, man, this thing looks so old. <laughs> Do you know what I'm trying to say? Like <laughs> the resolution.
0: Yes, there you is, go. that's how I think yeah.
1: about food. Like in in five years, we're gonna look back on this and be like, that was so outdated. You know? What was
0: that? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, what was 100%? that?
1: Um,
0: but then there's things that are always tried and true, right? They're timeless, always yeah. just timeless stuff. Uh, th- that's why it's always nice to just take something familiar and give it the twist. Right, the old. Yeah. The the old way of doing that. Um so so let's talk a little bit more about this book, man. Actually, you know what? Before we get into the book, let's give people a little bit of history of of your cooking. You mentioned a little bit of it. Um, but you know, famously you were just on Master which was about Master just Chef just last year. 10. Right? Yeah. Master Chef. Yeah. Ma- yeah.
1: MasterChef, like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it feels and, like forever. Cause the process was a lot longer than that. Um,
0: you that, lived. That's true. You, you were what, from what actually aired to what you actually did was, you know, way before that and your whole journey yeah. to get there. So let's just talk yeah, about a little sure. bit of, yeah, your journey of getting on master chef and you know, how you <laughs> got there sure. and
1: this is crazy. Uh, really one of the most, I would say random things that's ever happened to me. Um, I've never, uh, I, I still don't know if I really want to be on TV or anything. It's too late now. <laughs> Uh, but, um, it was never a plan of mine. I, um, frankly, like I've always enjoyed being kind of behind the scenes, so to speak. Um, and, uh, man, one day, you know, I'm sitting around and I had started, I had started a diet. I'd started keto. Um, I think I had like just turned 30 and I realized I was like, man, I'm like pushing 350 pounds or so. I'm like, this is enough. Like I got to make a change. So I uh, started keto immediately, just like, I don't know, somebody loves to cook. I just started cooking up good keto food. And, um, you know, my fiance like, man, you gotta, you have to like make an Instagram or do something with this. This is really cool. Like nobody's really doing this, you know, wow. um, nobody's making keto food like elevated or whatever. Um, and I was just doing it in my house for me, really, because I just wanted to like stay interested. Um, like I'm not gonna sit around and eat a salad every day. It's just not how I eat. So um, (laughs) you know, I wanted to eat real food and like make it fun. Made an Instagram. Long story short, a couple months in, I got a few follow- you know, a few followers, nothing crazy. Um, maybe a couple thousand followers or whatever, which is still I was still really proud of it. I was like, whoa, what what happened here? Um and basically, um, my name was submitted for um, for MasterChef season with just like kind of like nomination thing. You just put in your name and, uh, and your Instagram or Facebook or whatever. They reviewed it. Two weeks later, I get a phone call from an L.A. number. Like I answer, hey, can you be in New York City to cook for one of Gordon Ramsay's chefs in three days? Uh, yeah. Yeah, I can. Wow. Wow. <laughs> uh, and it was Crazy. wild because. They said, there's not going to be a kitchen there. So you got to bring a dish and you can like assemble it. You'll have a couple minutes to assemble it, but you can't cook here because it's at a hotel. Uh, so you just got to bring a dish. They're like, it's cool. If it's cold, we understand. Like, we're not going to judge you for the fact that it's going to be kind of like cold, but can you be in Times Square in, in, in two or three days? Uh, and That's, crazy. Dish. That's crazy. Yeah, present a dish for this like culinary director for Gordon Ramsay. Um, so I... I I sous vide some duck breast, did a uh, roasted golden beets, goat cheese, mousse, some strawberry coulis, kind of did like a nice little setup, threw it in a cooler, got the, in little, you know, in little delis, yeah. got there, put it on the plate, <laughs> duck pre-sliced. Uh, I bet it was in, still a
0: little warm if you had it in the cooler no. and the delis. No.
1: Hell no. It was like a six hour drive at the time. For from- oh, from- okay. oh, OK. Oh, no. I'm yeah. I'm sorry. No. Oh, no, it was nuts. I was living in Pittsburgh at the time. This was like three years ago now.
0: Oh, yeah. um, definitely not warm. Uh, but, but No,
1: definitely not warm.
0: No. And uh, <laughs> I
1: didn't know what the hell was going on. I get there and there's like, if you've ever watched American Idol, you know, like they go to the different cities and they uh, people line up with the signs and there's thousands of people.
0: Yeah, around. yeah, totally.
1: So that's what this is. They're doing the citywide uh open auditions in like eight or ten cities and each of them have like thousands of people show up or whatever and try to get in i was kind of one of these people who was invited so i didn't have to do that i didn't have to like get in line so i get there they bring me to this room uh with like a hundred (laughs) people i i put this this duck down um and this co-director walks by and he like just like leans in he's like he knocked us out of the park and that was kind of like how it started. So yeah, it was months more audition. So wow. basically it's, it starts with about 20,000 people or so, and they just keep having that number and cutting people. So about half get through to the next round, a couple, you know, maybe eight, 10,000 people. And then that's cutting. in half. and so I had to go back to New York a couple more times for more testing and auditioning. They do some camera work as well as food. It's not just the food. It's also your camera presence and all that. And I'd never been on TV. I'd never, I didn't have a YouTube channel. I didn't have anything. Like I was, yeah. a, I, I was nothing. Um,
0: a few months later, you're somebody, Michael. Okay, you've always been somebody. <laughs> but tell you, a few different. months
1: later, I'm flown to LA. We're down to 80 people. 80s cut to 40. 40s cut to 20. Woo! That I made it on the show. So I was oh my so, uh, gosh, it was it was basically a giant cooking competition. Um, so you're doing this,
0: like, yeah, this pre Master sort of thing before Master Chef.
1: That's what like, I mean. Before, it was it yeah. was it was a good half a year of continuation through this process long before i was ever even in in la for filming i mean long before anything goes on camera
0: that's crazy is there any are you meeting some of the other people along the audition process and getting to know them
1: yeah you are but your um your interactions are pretty limited because they don't want people to kind of like talk or whatever so like Um, I did like, I met this, um, friend of mine. It's actually a really, it was a hard,
0: that would be hard for me. I'm so personable, dude. Like, yeah, it was hard. I made this, I made a
1: friend the first time I went to New York, I made a friend and we were like all the way through the process together. And then we were both waiting to get, to find out if we were going to be flown to LA for the top 80. And when they called me and invited me to LA, they were, they were like, you cannot tell anybody if you do, you're automatically rejected. So. I couldn't tell her and it Ooh. broke my heart. It yeah. broke my heart. Ugh. And she, unfortunately she didn't get the call and it, it literally broke my heart. Yeah. And she's texting me. Like I still haven't heard from them what's going on. And I'm like,
0: yeah. oh <gasps> Well, she'll try again. You know, you hear all these she people that, she's that try multiple times, right. And get on the show that, that happens all the time on these shows. Mm-hmm. I mean, all the yeah. time where you a know, bunch I'm of people stay who... with it. M-
1: most of my cast, that was not their first tryout or at, you know, I know people that oh, have been well, there you go. three, four times. Yeah. And yeah, anybody yeah. who's watching right now, like, please try. It is a blast. Even if you don't like the whole process was fascinating. It was so much fun.
0: That's cool. Um,
1: And look, if you don't take a risk, you'll never know, you know, and yeah, I, I, it was out of my comfort zone, but I still took the risk and I am so glad I did regardless of like what happened after I would have been happy I didn't expect to get every round. I was shocked, right? Like every round I was surprised because you're talking about really good talent. Like you're going up against a lot of really serious talent. And, um, I'm really like, kind of just like blown away by like the whole process and how it just, Really pushed me out of my comfort zone from day. I mean, you crushed it on the show, man. You
0: crushed it on Thank the you. show. Thank you. You did so well. You know, you got so many compliments. I mean, obviously there were some things that happened, right? It's the show, so everyone has show. those moments, right? You know, they it's have the to make show. TV. Yeah.
1: They have to make TV. Um, you know, I can't. I, I have some pretty strict rules about what I can say and not say, and I don't want to give out spoilers either because that's not good internet etiquette. But <laughs> they have to make TV and yeah. um uh you know yeah it's, it's tough well you yeah. know it's this <laughs> and
0: it's and you've got lights on you there's y'all you know, the, these amazing chefs in front of you like the the tension just you know and the pressure yeah. from that alone I, yeah. I i mean i i just don't even know what i would how i would handle that sort of situation to well make, and so it's never, it's
1: very real it, i mean it's reality tv so there's some you know, by nature, there's certain things that are staged. Yeah. Like
0: that know? clock is real, right? Like the clock the is clock real. is, real. The time time is cooking. real. I mean, Oh yeah. When they have happening? like those
1: mystery boxes and you have to cook, you know, you don't know what you're going to cook. You don't have time to plan it. They taught us nothing. There was no planning or, or like here, we'll let you practice this. No, 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 no. So.
0: So you sort really of may, may have an idea of the, of what's coming up. They might show you a technique, but that's false. That's a myth, right. Of, of the show. They don't show you. Not
1: even really. I mean, honestly, it's it's a lot more real. If you didn't come prepared, you're not going to make it, and that's part of why they layered you out. You know, kind of cut people. Um, like I studied uh, a lot before I went because, as much as I thought, you know, that you never know everything about the food world, Um, especially for me, is baking is not my. um, I've never worked in pastry. I've never studied pastry (laughs) you know it's not yeah you're either into it or you're not yeah and with being keto i certainly don't really bake regular things and um and uh so i studied for months before going to la like every i had a list pages long of like every dough every wow any anything that you can think of and memorize the formulas like i studied my
0: that's smart Months. Smart, and it helped man. because the keto yeah. guy,
1: like I won like the pie baking challenge or the, the target 10. Cause I had, <laughs> I, 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 I had memorized that. the perfect pie crust from scratch. Like I knew what I was doing. And I remember in that challenge, Gordon being like, like on, on the mics, like, yo, Michael looks like he, you know, he's doing this pro he knew to chill his butter. He knew to And I, and, and I ended up winning the challenge. The keto guy that. who doesn't bake won the pie challenge. Cause I studied.
0: Yeah. You I learned other things. Yeah, absolutely. No, that's smart, man. That's a, and that's just a good insight for anybody looking to try out for the show, right? And Definitely. right, it's also this myth I've also heard of. You, you can't have worked in a restaurant, or you can't be a professional Wrong. chef, or something. <laughs> Wrong.
1: <laughs> that is a myth. Okay. About um, I'm un, I'm untrained. I have never been to culinary school. I've never formally. Um, like been uh, worked in like a, a formal restaurant kitchen in the sense of like, you know, as a chef de cuisine or anything like that. Um, but I would say more than half of the contestants have worked in restaurants as I have, or, um, or many had been to culinary school, the, the, the master chef is uh, explained as, as like, you know, um, home cooks, but the truth yeah. is, is that we can't be currently working in restaurants. Got it. Um, at the time I had left the restaurant business when I was 25 and at the time, um, I was working in real estate, so I was not working as a chef. So, um, they do verify that you are not making money as a chef. Um, but okay. I think that's fair. That's still most, most do have some, uh, training, schooling or history in a restaurant. Um, you know, catering any of it. Like I, there's a, there was a big range of, of where people got their talent. Um, but there's a, you know, I like this kind of myth busting thing we're doing right now. Any other reality TV, myths you want to <laughs> ask me, cause this is kind of cool. Cause I learned a lot out there. <laughs> yeah.
0: I, hey, look, I have another one. Absolutely. So like when you're set up to partner, right. With the partner, mm-hmm. none of that is, I mean, that's all real, right. You're not, pre-gaming it or you know i i don't know i mean it just like that's really what's happening you know in the yeah, moment really what they're happening. showing you okay yep, so that what really you're screaming happening. back and forth to each other and all of very that. real wow wow yeah, th- very th- those real. are the and, most and, interesting parts to the show to me those are like and the
1: the timing shocked me how real it was going to be so um you know when they say you have 45 minutes or i think that when i uh was sent home we had like 45 minutes to cook seven dishes from around the world or something with a partner and uh it was it was real and we didn't get any planning or training and basically um when they revealed the the platter that had like the seven dishes um they were like you have 60 seconds to taste everything and everybody runs up and starts like grabbing things off the table and tasting i didn't even get to taste it all because everybody's (laughs) fighting each other wow um and then they're like all right get in your line and they start counting down and it's just like Wow. We just had to run I mean it was wow I,
0: so there's no break the part, there to like no, okay wow. no I think
1: this is this is the part where I was kind of trying to say um they have to make good tv in the sense that um I felt like MasterChef didn't necessarily and I shouldn't say this about MasterChef I, I think all cooking shows want a certain amount of chaos sure of course Good I TV. think. I think. Yeah, I think if everybody just like was calmly nailing their dishes and that's boring. I go to the restaurant to see cooks in the kitchen <laughs> running like yeah. a well-oiled machine. Yeah. You know. So they they didn't train us. Um, they didn't uh give us time to prepare because I you know I think they wanted to really just see what would happen. <laughs> so it's real. It is reality uh, in that sense. Yeah. Um, but I that's, also think that. Oh sometimes you'll watch the show and if you dare get into the Reddit hole of like seeing what people think about contestants and stuff like that, there's people that I, from the show that are super talented, great cooks. Um, but the environment just didn't work for them Sure. Uh, because of the strict like an time limits. And yeah, there's right? just some, it didn't work for them. Uh, similarly, kind of the opposite. There's people that I in real life from my cast that I don't, necessarily think are serious cooks um but they're just kept it cool and like vibed in the environment if that makes sense um well there's the competition and
0: and then there's cooking right Mm -hmm. it's like it's still a competition so if you play that right if you right there's just a different angle to it uh, in some ways Yeah. It, it, that, that's different. fascinating though to hear. Yeah. That, that is fascinating. I mean, there's people there
1: who did, who did well that if you put them behind a line in a kitchen would fall apart, you know what yeah. I'm saying? But they, but yeah. they were great in that mode. Yeah. Um, totally get it.
0: And, you you know and vice versa. Know, probably And vice
1: versa. Yeah. 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 Totally. Totally. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I, I think it was a really cool experience. I would love to like kind of, have the chance to do it again in the sense that uh, I went there very much focused on the food. So I studied the food, I studied the craft, but that was only about 50% of my job there. The other 50% was, uh, was being on camera. And that was something that I had never done before. And so I think that may have affected me because all the cameras and all that and the talking, talking to gordon while you're cooking and all that um it just
0: interrupts you right you're just like yeah i'm trying to like yeah Yeah. i always wonder that too when i'm watching i'm like you know is that are they filming that later or something you know what i mean because sometimes you know how it is uh but no that's really in the moment they're really interrupting you and you're just like damn i I really got to get these eggs boiled you know, yeah and if you some. stop
1: cooking while they're talking to you like there's also a producer behind the camera that's like kind of like yelling things at you so like you know I'm sitting there cooking and then Gordon comes up and you're like <laughs> <laughs> uh, and the producers like keep cooking keep cooking and you're like like people are screaming at you and there's a hundred things going on and there's 40 cameras and 200 staff and like different I mean it's, wow
0: it's holy cow
1: nuts yeah that sounds absolute nuts. chaos. Absolute Sounds like chaos. a gladiator
0: arena yeah. Right you're just like in uh-huh. there with yeah. the And then of
1: course there's like The last layer of all this which is the, the, the emotional Or just sort of the stress of feeling like I can't Screw anything up It's like this pressure of like this is My one shot every episode That we filmed I got one step closer And you start to taste The prize you know you're like sure. Holy shit I could actually win a quarter million dollars Like this could change my life And you you can't sleep, you can't think, you know, and I think all of that emotional piece and the camera work and everything else except the food was my challenge. Uh, I would say that, and I'm pretty self-critical, so I don't say this lightly, but I think from a culinary perspective, I was among the most prepared, um, but I was probably among the least prepared for the TV part, for everything
0: else. So what would you do differently if you went back? Would you, h- how would you attack that side of it differently?
1: Ooh, interesting question. Cause I try not to th- generally in my life think backward, you know? Um, but not uh, not that
0: time, just like, uh, let's say they, let's say they called you okay. today and they're like, you're yeah, coming back today.
1: I think right, I've already done it. I think that I just through like Instagram, YouTube, uh, doing some of this press stuff that I've been doing the last year hallmark channel cooking demos and things on tv i feel already that i am 10x better uh at the other stuff than i was when i was there so my so comfort they, of being on camera
0: that that's what it is your comfort of being on the camera i got you okay yeah. i just understand yeah just little it. I things totally like you, that. i just just
1: yeah. getting out of your own head um you know, I think just the comfort of, of being, are you upset. worried about the
0: other contestants while you're cooking? Are you looking around? Are you, you trying to see yet. like, okay, I've always Not wondered really, that you don't
1: have time. That would be my downfall.
0: That would be my downfall. Cause I'd be like, where are they at? What's going on over here?
1: You have it's your own little station. And oh, that smells doesn't...
0: good. Who's cooking that. Yeah, oh shit, yeah. I
1: better, I better change. Honestly, it, it ha you're so. Overwhelmed with like your own thoughts. <laughs> um, i didn't really have time now that yeah. kicks in as soon as the clock ends and you're standing there and you're like looking around and okay. you're like that looks like shit that looks yeah. amazing <laughs> like you know then you're like oh um yeah that's funny. that's when things really take off is is yeah. right when the clock ends and you're like you know they literally force you to like put your hands up so, you so can't that can't is real
0: too right that clock in- that is real that's, that's all it. real There's no more you it's can all not real. touch that yeah. thing <laughs> I mean, that's it. Okay, y- I'll no... say,
1: and I don't, I, you know, again, um, I, I think the only thing that isn't real per se is that by the time your food is getting tasted, it's, it's typically cold. It's typically been. I, I get that totally. That, that's that's totally, that. I is, mean, it's
0: still a show, so like that makes sense. Well, right? it just that, takes that, a long. The of process
1: takes a long time to do everything. They got to re rack the cameras. Hundred percent. Um, I totally get but, all that. Line but,
0: everybody up. Get the marker set. Like right. Like yeah. Yeah, that, yeah. That makes and it sense.
1: takes. You know what we see the edited version. Um, y- you get a lot more judging than you see on on camera typically. Yeah. Um, so. Woo. Uh, you know, like they might show. Gordon say one or two sentences to you on the on the episode but of course like they're tearing it apart good or bad they're they're digging into it and you're getting there's three judges you're getting three opinions they might only show one or two so there is a a tad bit of um uh, the time stretches a lot more than you think so if you're the last one to get tasted you could be sitting there for 45 minutes while everybody's getting through their judge. can you
0: hear everybody else up there getting judged oh can yeah you hear it all. oh yeah 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 you're there
1: for all okay. of it yeah okay. and you're sitting well, i know there you're there, your there head but head i
0: didn't know with the distance i mean i know they have a mic on but does that mean you can hear them you know i didn't know if you could hear what they're saying about the other dishes it's, oh that's interesting uh the room's
1: not it, it looks the room is the size of that it looks like so um you know and it's silent when we're filming because the, we're you know yeah we're so you can you hear can, what they're saying yeah you can, you God, can,
0: that's everybody. tough that's
1: crazy everybody's judging and yeah and the whole thing yeah Wow, I uh, wasn't, it wasn't, it, was it was like just talking about it. It, it was wild, you know, and yeah. now it's since I actually filmed it, it was a couple of years, but it's still like so vivid in my mind. Let's talk
0: about like, how, so far fa- how, to what episode you got, uh, just over halfway through, right? Of the about halfway through the yeah. season. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome, man. Season. Holy cow. Yeah. So awesome. Yeah. I mean holy yeah cow. it's cool
1: actually right I'll, I'll show you this right next to me I, I keep this right next to me I don't even open it but this is the journal I took with me oh, um, that's so awesome. while I was there and I would sit in my hotel room and like um you know plan dishes and like just like I had written down formulas for desserts curds and souffle and classic Dude. white cake and just like Dude, that is so me- cool this whole thing memorized macro and um formulas like just sit sitting there like studying anytime we weren't on set I was studying.
0: I feel like you Wild. could publish that as like something I don't know. Maybe it's yeah. too personal.
1: I don't know what I'm I don't know. I don't know what I'm allowed
0: to yeah
1: that's true. So like later like there's a lot sure. of rules like I can't obviously I can't give out like of course um, what happened offset and like be, of course you know there's certain secret stuff that just like we signed that we're not allowed to talk about. hey it. if
0: i ran a show i'd have that shit too you know yeah yeah i'd be yeah. i would do the same thing no i totally get yeah. it um
1: but the, everybody we worked with is so i'm still in touch with a bunch of people from the show um that's awesome both the cast and crew and gordon all this stuff like we all bond over it you know we're there for weeks at awesome. a time we're living in you know living together basically so we're um, we really bonded. I mean, there, there's some cast members I literally talk to every day, year, two years later, wow. every day. Yeah. Wow.
0: Any chance of like, a, maybe a collaboration with any of these chefs doing something or?
1: I have done a couple things. I've done some Instagram stuff. I did cook in Dallas, a pop-up with, uh, two other people. We did like, a, a there a you go. Tasting, That's what I'm talking a tasting, about. Yeah. yeah. Like a four course tasting dinner. Nice. It was a year ago though. That's awesome. Um, uh, yeah, COVID obviously Dallas. has yeah, I mean, affected a lot of things. I had planned on doing more, more cooking in person stuff, um, but COVID shut it down. And also the book deal, like that was a dream for me. So once I had been approached by the publisher, I went all in. Like we've, you yeah. know, as we started the conversation, I had to hone in to a whole new skill set. I'm not a writer, yeah. I'm not a photographer, but I am now, but I wasn't a yeah. year ago. <laughs>
0: Look how far and, uh, you've come, man, right? Like, look how much you've challenged yourself in all these arenas uh, to come out on top like this. This is awesome.
1: Thanks. It's not, this, it's that's, not easy. It's, <laughs> that's why, it's I, like so I said awesome. earlier, there's days where I'm like, I well, if it was easy, it wouldn't job. be as cool,
0: right? But <laughs> yeah, if it was easy, yeah. it wouldn't be as cool, though. You know? Yeah. It wouldn't Thanks, be. Thanks, I appreciate like, that. Right? If you just got some, like, lottery tickers and you just had it all, it would be like, well, okay you have it all, but it's like, no, I earned this. I built it all right. That that's cool, man. That's, that's like, it's inspiring to other people listening to this that have these desires and goals and dreams, because there are a lot more people out there like that now than there have ever been. So to hear Mm -hmm. something like this is going to, you know, push somebody. Well, look,
1: I, I gotta say, I think that a lot of people see social media, they see whatever, whether you're in the food world or not. I think they think like, um, you know, I could, I could become an influencer and not work, you know, blah, blah, blah. And I think what I want to say is it, it, you have to put in the work. It doesn't matter what trade you're in. You have to put in the work, you know, I have devoted my entire life to this. Um, And I think that's what it takes. You know, if you're starting, I look at it as starting a, you know, a new career and uh, MasterChef gave me a, a step in the right, you know, gave me a jump start in that career for sure. And I'm grateful for that. But, um, you know, just being a master chef is not enough to make a career in food. I promise you. And if you look back historically at shows like top chef and master chef, very few of the contestants, even if they won sometimes actually really do anything, the ones that do it's because they put in the work. Um, you still got to work at it. You still got to work the long days and and really sharpen your knife and like dig in. Um, I did not win, but, um, I got a, a book deal. I got a pro like, I didn't even ask for it. You know, I think that I have really focused on creating real food for real people and finding a voice in that. And, you know, working at it and so you know i really do want to say like whether in food or not if you want something keep going put in the work it is not going to happen overnight i quit my job over two years ago and basically made no money for the last two years um but i want this you know it's it's a decision it's a sacrifice and um you know i've just like grinded to make this work and uh You know, I, I think that that's generally what it takes to make it in in this industry, um, especially now in in the space of like you know in the in the social media world, whatever. Like, you have to grind. I know people who are super successful on YouTube and um, and Instagram and have you know quarter million or five hundred thousand people followings or million followers on YouTube, and now they're making six figures, but they started their channels seven years ago and made nothing for like the first three of those years just made nothing. Um,
0: it cost money. Or
1: Yeah. Cost lost money or worked all day at their job and then made videos all night. Yeah. Didn't sleep. You know, like that is what it takes. And, and I think people it's so, you know, you see these success stories, you see people all over Instagram, all over YouTube, um, you know with their fancy cars and stuff but like most cases it they started those accounts like in early youtube days like 2009 2010 and like they're 10 years into this and are now making six figures yeah um and that's that's a hustle that like i don't i was not expecting you know you have to just have fun with it and um and keep going you know keep going i it's the same thing if i were to open if i had opened a restaurant I wouldn't expect to really make any money for a couple of years. Even if I did, I'd probably be reinvesting it. You know, it's like I'm starting a new career and, um, and I'm just working hard at it. And like hoping for the next gig, hoping for the next, you know, private event gig that I can make a couple hundred bucks and pay for my week, (laughs) you know, Uh, hoping for the next book deal so that I can write for another year, hoping for whatever it takes, you know, You've been that, doing stuff on
0: Instagram too, right? Like classes and...
1: Yeah, but it's all free. I don't charge for yeah, any of it. I don't do sponsorships. Yeah, yeah. Um, I uh, I really just want to share my food first. But it builds um,
0: your brand as a whole. You build know, and it builds brand, your followers. Yeah. And and these
1: free classes, typically like 90, 100 people will show up. And that's more meaningful to me than 20 people, 15 people paying 20 bucks or whatever. And like, um, I've, I would rather kind of touch more lives right now and focus on building a brand um then then make a couple hundred bucks it's just my mentality um this I isn't about money for me it's just not yeah. not today at least sure it's just not sure. and and I, i've worked i've worked really hard and and thought really hard about this because you see a lot of people in in the food space um jump into Instagram sponsorships, jump into paid content and advertise, you know, sponsored stuff on Instagram to make a couple hundred bucks. And, and I get it, I respect the hustle. Um but I think there's risk in that. I think there's if it's risk not
0: something in, you believe in, right? Or product you, yeah, 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 you in risk or whatever. losing your
1: you yeah. losing your authenticity. You risk even if you don't lose your authenticity, your audience can be alienated by by overly selling stuff and then they don't know what's real and what's not.
0: Yeah, that's true. I definitely unfollow some accounts if that's all they do, if they that's just all they do selling stuff, right? You're just like, dude, yeah. I don't, I'm done. That's all it is. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And I'd 100%. like to believe
1: that pays off uh, because the, the community that I talk to on my Instagram account, I respond to every message I Engage with every human being who wants to engage with me, um, because they're they're real people to me. I don't see it as like, you know, just a number to make. They absolutely you know, like, are. Um, and it's 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 a decision that I've made that um, that I want to build a real community around this keto food. I really want to help people uh, kind of succeed and find their own kind of uh, positivity around their health and their wellness. Um, you know, when I, it's not all about weight loss, but when I, I kind of found my confidence and found my how much did you
0: lose when you initially did like 80
1: the 80 something pounds?
0: Wow. That's phenomenal, yeah. man.
1: That's, yeah. That's although I'm, phenomenal, I, I have a little quarantine 15 that I got to like,
0: <laughs> we back. all got that. <laughs> Everybody's got it. Dog, Don't even uh, trust me. My neighbor reminds me every day of mine.
1: <laughs> My clothes still fit, but it's always uh, I'm like, I see a little
0: cheek the back. cheeks,
1: right? Yeah. The cheeks, yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, but generally for for a couple of years I've been able to keep it off and and I don't really diet anymore. I don't count calories, I don't do any of that, but it, like the keto vibe, Stick the keto to that. lifestyle has helped yeah. me yeah, keep it off. Yeah. But um, yeah, it was about 80, 83 pounds, I think is the exact number. It's amazing. It's amazing. Uh, I'd love to get to a hundred one day just as like phase two, kind of polish off the last 20 um but i'm happy right now and i think that's all that matters right
0: absolutely well you've been working your ass off too man don't forget that
1: i don't think i ever want to be skinny you know i I don't
0: know i'm skinny i've been skinny my whole life i i don't know another life so i can't i can't really say anything right this is just my life i don't know it's people always (laughs) say that to me why are you so skinny i i'm just i don't know
1: this is just (laughs) me I, uh, I, did, a, say, I right? did a I did a I did a live cooking thing for uh, for Houston the other day on there. I saw it. I show. saw both
0: of them. Yeah, she was like, she was like,
1: yeah, she was like, you know, they say don't you know don't trust the skinny chef, and I was like, well, I, yeah. I don't consider myself a skinny chef. You can still trust me. <laughs> I'm still like 200 something. Like I'm not skinny, Love but, but um, hilarious. I I feel better. I'm healthy. My my medical health is like on point. You know, my lab work and everything. Keto's really yeah. been for me.
0: That's awesome. Um, so I'm, yeah, I'm gonna dude. keep
1: riding. I'm gonna keep riding it.
0: You're gonna gain. You know, you're gonna get people on this. I mean, I'm gonna cook stuff from this. Like, I look at this and I don't think diet. Does it make sense? I
1: just see a cookbook. That's the point. You nailed it. I mean, like, I dude, like wine braised short ribs and things like that, and it, like it's nothing about diet food.
0: Um, it's just a cookbook, dude, with amazing freaking recipes in this thing, right? Like that's all cookbook. I see. It's just a yes, cookbook
1: it. with good food. Uh, you know, that that's just, just there to enjoy. And, and like, I, I definitely want to make sure that my food isn't only good to keto people. If that makes 100%.
0: sense. A hundred percent. That's what I mean by it's just a minimum I didn't mean requirement. That Just a cookbook. Yeah, I no, like I know. That, you know what no, I mean? You're,
1: you're exactly yeah. on point. Yeah. yeah. i I actually had a lot of the recipes tested by friends and family, none of which who are keto and I will not accept it. Um, You know, cause you find things like that, right? Like a so keto cupcake or you know you might have had like a vegan cupcake or whatever and you're like I've had I mean, it's tons, good for vegan, i've had tons of not, vegan
0: stuff yeah yeah
1: yeah but but there are good vegan things and then there's things that are good for vegan does that make hundred, sense
0: uh yeah absolutely <laughs> um
1: absolutely. yeah so thank you for saying that i appreciate that you caught on to that because i mean that's really why i called it new keto because it it's a new approach it's not about diet food or things trying to be things you know yeah. it's not like uh, I don't know, uh keto spaghetti trying to be regular spaghetti. It's just good food that kind of is secretly keto thats
0: it just happens to be keto right? like yeah, that's that's it it's that's yeah. not even the the hero of the dish is that it's keto that it has nothing to right, it's just, in fact, it's like there. a side note, yeah, it's just yeah. like and and yeah. it's keto and it's good for you. that's like, oh, okay, awesome. that's All like right, just cool. a plus right? That's even <laughs> yeah. yeah. It makes it so much cooler no that's exciting what what are some of the best uh, for for some of the listeners what what are some of your uh maybe a couple holiday recipes because this will go out here before the holidays so maybe a couple holiday recipes you like in here or could be holidayish is that put you on the spot holiday
1: recipes uh good put me on the spot I should I should uh know the answers to these things yeah Um, you should have
0: a couple in mind a couple holiday dishes uh uh, you know
1: off off the bat the uh, brussels sprout gratin that's a side dish but you should do it in a big cast iron and um it is so good I love that one the Brussels sprout gratin is a really nice side dish and goes really well on a holiday table. Um and, and it's the kind of dish where even non-Brussels sprout people will not be able to stop eating it. It's totally. I love Brussels creamy. sprouts
0: personally. Um, so I'm going to I would love it. No problem. Yeah. But yeah, for somebody that doesn't That's how I make Brussels sprouts too.
1: What page is that? Uh 102. 102. And I kind of um made it easy by uh you can buy Brussels sprouts pre-shaved oh, yeah. now, you know, so that nobody yeah. even has to do all the prep of like, if you so want to like cutting off the little end and cut, it. slicing it and all that, and shaving yeah. it. Like yeah. one of the things that I really tried to do with the book beyond just good food, uh, I would say there was two other kind of goals that I had, but one of which was making sure that anybody could cook it. That like, this is not a book for advanced home cooks only. Um, Really. And like, that's why like there's certain things that maybe a real chef would like look at me and say like, who the hell would make something with pre shaved Brussels sprouts like in a restaurant, you know, you, but, but it's real. This is for yeah. real people to make at home yeah. and like
0: to get home from work and to get home and actually make a and, dish. And,
1: yeah. That's and like, nice. if, you, if you're a purist and you want to shave your fresh Brussels, if you want to pull them off the freaking vine, go for right, it. Yeah. You know, <laughs> uh, no one's stopping you. Um, yeah. But I want people to make my food. I didn't want one of these cookbooks that, you know, you ju- it just looks good and then you never make anything out of Dude, it. Dude,
0: I have a ton of cookbooks, right? I have, honestly, it's like every cookbook I have is pretty much, pretty much yeah. you know, like that. Yeah. Where you don't want to make it. I have cookbooks
1: it. from like some of these, you know, awesome, famous chefs and stuff, but there's no way you're going to really sit there and like, uh, you know, take three days because that's how it works in a restaurant. You know, you're you're letting things there's, there's components to every dish and yes, it spreads out you're letting things ferment and you're letting this marinate and this, you know, whatever a uh, sure. reduction. And it's like 16 elements or whatever. So that's not practical for, you know, for people. And that's, that yeah. goes back to what I was saying about building the community around what I do and making sure that the people that I interact with online or the people who pick up my book um, can actually make it and not spend three days to make, a dish um so i think that that was really important to me like actually making food that anybody could make regardless of your skill set but still kind of make sure it has a little dash of foodie in it a little dash of a little creativity yeah yeah just it'll be little, nice just when just they enough. take
0: a picture of it right and post on instagram the friends are like yeah. "Oh, shit, you made yeah. that it's like yeah. okay yeah. no that's great man that's smart honestly this is a cookbook for today like, right. Like this is an approachable so. cookbook for, for today. Yeah, I hope I love so, that, man.
1: The, the pound cake is awesome in it. it did a, a I
0: saw some pictures cake. of, of some people actually making that on your yeah, Instagram. That's, yeah. That's a ridiculous, really, really good delicious. one. And I
1: kind of broke it down. Like the dinners are broken down into uh two sections. I call it weeknight dinners versus dinners to impress. Um, What it really means is like kind of easy one pot vibes versus like, I'm all about those. night you know, date night kind of stuff where you do want to sit around, but like that dinners, the, the weeknight dinner is just full of like kind of your one pot skillet meals and things that are just like coming home on a Tuesday and you just got to get dinner on the table. Um, some kind of easier stuff. I mean, it's at. got
0: desserts, it's got side dishes, it's got entrees, right? It's got yeah, for sure for all different seasons, you know, different proteins
1: yeah, for sure. Heavy,
0: light stuff, stuff to impress, you know, guests coming over. Um, yeah, yeah. A date uh, just for yourself, like you said, a family. I mean, it's yeah. Look at this. It's a thing. little bit of everything. A yeah, bit of everything. it literally has. Yeah. Different. It's a little bit. Of you know, uh, ethnic stuff in here too, man, which is great, right? Yeah. You're not. It's not. It's it's literally. God, this is so good, man. Well no, explained. The,
1: I, said, I said I had two goals. The second goal. First goal is making sure anybody could cook it. The other thing was, like, I kind of snuck in culinary lessons throughout the book. Um, love that. You know, like this this um, filet mignon. Uh, there we go. Uh, it kind of oh, secretly teaches somebody just how to perfectly sear a filet and how to do a balsamic reduction yourself. Ah, oh, nice. Uh, you know, without having to buy the sugary stuff in the bottle. Sure. Uh, you, know, you, you literally just cook down balsamic. But people don't yeah. know that. Yeah. People don't That's know true. that necessarily. Um, and so I like to think of this book as a little bit of a, of a crash course, you know, like the scallop dish, I break down in detail how to just perfectly sear a scallop.
0: Get that sear. Yeah. Yeah. yeah exactly. How to do
1: a crispy skin yeah. sc- salmon and build a brown butter and uh, you know, stuff like that. It's, it's like a secret culinary class. If you kind of cooked through the book by the end, you'd know a lot of techniques. And that was kind of my awesome. other secret secret goal here was like, you know uh, yeah I mean people can make these recipes but uh if they learn how to sear a scallop like they're they're good to go you know it's something that a lot of home home cooks think is is something you could only pay thirty dollars for at a restaurant but scallops are <laughs> actually really easy to, to cook sure and delicious and and a really nice way to impress you know you have a date or something and you ske- sear some scallops at home that you know <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, hundred percent
1: you're gonna absolutely. close the deal.
0: <laughs> absolutely. I love it. <laughs> I mean, hundred percent. I love it. No, I love that. It's got that underlying message uh, to learn some things, you know, a little bit of something from each dish, right? A little technique here, a little technique there. Yeah. Braising, awesome. grilling,
1: like just different techniques. I threw in those. Uh, some of them have these pro tips. I'll see if I can find one, but these little,
0: Oh, I saw, um, I've seen the pro tips. Yeah. Yeah. little absolutely.
1: pro tips mixed in. They kind of, again, like little lessons. Um, yep. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Awesome.
1: I, I really did try to put a lot of thought and a lot of effort into this. Um,
0: it shows. There's no you. doubt about it. I mean, a hundred percent. Again, it's just got a little bit of everything in here that, God, there's so many too. How many recipes are in this thing?
1: 65, 65, which is actually, although some yeah, of your them- money's have, worth.
0: Does he get, yeah, you get some money of them for us, do have
1: this. more than that, though. Like, like I said, like some re- like different components or sauces in it that other books might have broken apart. Um, I see. Uh, but yeah, it, it is sixty-five complete recipes. God, dude, this uh, spice
0: carrot cake—I can't. I've literally flipped to it four times accidentally. I can't it's stop looking it. at it. It's calling, it's calling me. me. This yeah, is oh my god! But I don't want to make it. I just want somebody to make it for me and I eat it. <laughs> <laughs>
1: that's funny
0: i'm lazy sometimes look i see some Ugh, dishes i'm especially like, with
1: baking i don't bake all the time
0: i just not a good i've you know tried a lot man i used to even make my own bread for Boca, and um it just took a long time to get that right and whew, just it was very frustrating i just remember it's the it's the most i get frustrated in the kitchen is when i'm trying to bake something and you know or I don't know, take a stab at something, you know, different.
1: uh, And, I'll tell you the dessert section took me as long as everything else combined. Wow. Because of, because of what you're saying. I believe it. Yeah. Um, Develop. I mean, it's hard enough to bake, but developing baked goods and every time messing with the formulas and trying again. It
0: takes so long to find out you screwed up.
1: Yeah. A lot, of a, lot of right? yeah a lot of trial and error. Right. Yeah. Uh, it's
0: a lot of trial.
1: I, by the end of the dessert, I also screwed up because I saved the desserts for last. Cause I took the approach of like, you know what? I don't know if you remember like back in high school, standardized knock tests, dessert. you're like, just knock out the things, you know, and then go back to the heart. Oh questions. yeah. 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 <laughs> so that was when I went into this book, I'm like, Oh, sh- where do I start? You know? So I was like, all right, let me start with the shit I know. And then I'll work towards like, you know, the hardest stuff at the end. So I think I started with the sauces. It kind of started with the easiest stuff and left the desserts. It. I'll tell you, man, after like a few months of this by the desserts, I was like, oh, my God, these should have been first when I was most fresh, you know,
0: motivated and fresh. Yeah, that's hilarious. Yeah. I
1: mean, you know, I mean, no matter what industry you're in there. Um, the burnout can be very real. And I took, I took a pause for a week or two. And then I was like, all right, I'm ready to do this now. Like I'm ready to go. And I put like, that's what I'm saying. I, that didn't stop me from uh, putting the love into the desserts that they needed to. And actually that some of those desserts. I'm like most proud of like the the pound cake, that key lime pie or key lime cheesecake is among my favorite things in the whole book. Um, You know, I did put love into that dessert section, but I should not have saved it for the end. I had to like kind of like regroup, <laughs> take a break, get out of town for that. a few days and then come back. And I took probably a full month just to do a 10 the desserts. desserts. Yeah,
0: that's amazing. Well, what's great to hear is, look, you've done all the hard work for people. OK, you've done all the trial and error. You've done all the hard work, the heartache, right? You've been through it all. And it's now it's on the paper. They get the mountain peak, right? That you get that right. Like the, you did all the, the journey. It's like, here you go. This is yeah. You don't I, have to I, go suffered, that. I suffered. I yeah. suffered for
1: everybody. <laughs> you suffered for
0: everybody here, you know, to make that happen. I mean, that's how dishes develop. That's how great dishes do. You go try something at a place. that's like they didn't just pop it out one day. I promise you, it developed no People tasted it. They refined, They go back. You do yeah. this. You do that. Yeah. It takes yeah. it takes a long yeah. time. So yeah, yeah and absolutely. That's what, I
1: mean, even restaurants who change their menu seasonally, they're devving those the new season like two months ahead.
0: Absolutely. You pretty much start as soon as you finish. and yeah, you're already yeah, yeah, yeah. starting exactly. on the next one.
1: You're starting the next one. You know, a hundred percent, a hundred percent. You know, I think that's why. Like, I I've done some. I've been to some Michelin star places and stuff. And I don't know if you've ever felt this way. Like some of these places that have a, a new menu every day and stuff. And uh, I'm not always thoroughly impressed. I'll, I, sometimes I feel like
0: conceptually
1: can be rushed. There's stu- stunning food, stunning approach brilliant uh conceptualization but um I, I sometimes i feel like it lacks just like the yummy that i want
0: well of course um, well you're talking about a different dining experience um yeah yeah it's just a different experience you know it's it's uh yeah it, it, that's all it is and and the people on the other end know that too the, the restaurant mm-hmm. knows that right for they, sure, for sure. they probably know you're probably going to go Get a kebab after you eat there.
1: <laughs> right, exactly. Get a shawarma yeah. plate. Yeah,
0: you're probably gonna you know, go I, get something filling. At, yeah, right. I mean, yeah, that's just yeah, how yeah. it.
1: <laughs> you know, it's it's one of the things that I fell in love with about Austin uh, is that I think Austin appreciates eating something out of a, a paper boat on a picnic table outside of a food truck more than anywhere else in the country. Yeah. and you'll find some fantastic fantastic chefs and restaurateurs whose food trucks are just tastier than what you're going to get at a fancy restaurant any day of the week yeah i love that about austin i think like you know especially moving from the east coast um you know where i live my whole life um the the culinary scene in most of the of of the big cities on each coast i think sort of has this regard this respect for the for the high end restaurants and like, yeah, Austin has some amazing high-end restaurants, but you all like, you know, you, of course you need, you know, Tyson or whatever with Uchi and some of these things like that. Um, but you can just like, nothing is like a, a good tray of barbecue or an awesome fucking food truck, you know, uh, that kind of thing. Some great I love. And... I fell in, yeah, I fell in love with that about Austin, probably Texas in general. Right. I don't know if you agree with me or what I'm sure I, I, I mean, I'm the food truck guy. As you food know, truck, I'm yeah. the, I'm the you food say. truck
0: guy uh, of the, you know, here. So, yeah, I mean, 100%. Um, I heard that a lot uh, of, of, you know, my food sometimes. And not not that my food was wonderful or anything, just that's what people would say. And I know the reason why. It's because I come from restaurants as well. And I've done both. I ran my own food truck for five years. So, yeah, it's basically just comes down, you, you can give more time to the food. You you don't have anything else to worry about in a food truck, but the food. No, but the. Food. I mean, there's other and stuff also to you're worry not about, right? in, in you're that. Just like right. this is and all you're I not got. in
1: that burning hot food truck for for twelve hours unless you freaking love it. I think that's I mean, part of it too.
0: That's a hundred percent. That's ex- you know? That's a great point. I too. mean,
1: I have worked in a, in restaurants where the chefs were just grumpy and burnt out and didn't give a shit.
0: It's most of the chefs I work for to be
1: honest with you yeah um and i i don't i don't know i mean i i think burnt out
0: that's what it comes from just being burnt out
1: the burnout is real
0: it's real as hell man in our industry so real
1: it's real it's hard i get it i
0: burnt out i'm done i stepped away after you know 10 plus years you know i stepped away and here i am on the podcast or rolling into season three for 2021 like it's not that i won't ever go back to it
1: but I don't know. <laughs>
0: you know.
1: I don't see myself working in a restaurant ever again. I'll be honest, unless I own it. Yeah, I don't even think I would go I, I there
0: w- again uh, for sure. But yeah, I, I feel <laughs> I, you. I
1: might regret it, but it's it's just a goal. It's like a, a bucket list. I wouldn't thing mind doing
0: me. some pop ups.
1: Yeah, it's fun. I do like the private Love chefing because basic like yeah. basically I don't have to take any gig I don't want. Um, yeah, you know no I control. can I can. Uh, yeah, and it's you know a couple of months or whatever and and I get to really like still feel like a chef, you know, still get to cook and put food in front Dude, of
0: people hundred percent um
1: because because uh, uh writing recipes from home has a certain element of loneliness, but <laughs> sounds so sad that's not how I, mean. I don't mean it is sadness, but you know like, nobody gets to, <laughs> nobody gets to enjoy the food I'm making uh, at home, so Michael it hasn't fun. left
0: this room in six months, y'all, <laughs> just so y'all know he's just I sleep under the lights right here. Yeah. He sleeps under the lights. No, no, but I get that. I mean, I, I look, I get it that, you know, the, what you, this is the one thing I miss is when somebody would eat my food and, and, and tell me how great it was. Mm. So I miss that moment that I could, that I a high, I'll describe it as a high.
1: It is. It is. Right. Cause
0: I've done drugs. Okay. I admit it. I've done drugs. Yeah. And it's a high like that of like, yeah, Whoa, that feels really, dude, you have no idea how much yeah, hard work I put I in more. To, for you to eat that. Yeah. You have no idea what it took, yeah. like, like a flash happens in my head of, me stuffing shit in my truck to head, you know, from restaurant depot down 35, stuck in traffic to get to the truck, to unload, to prep, to th- to, to this guy called in and he can't make it. And, and the propane guy's late and the, you know, <laughs> Greywater's backing up and this guy's coming up from the bar and Hey, do you guys mind doing this for us? And, and an order comes in on Grubhub and I could just go on and on about, pro- right. But then that guy saves it. He just says, he eats a bite of your taco and he that says, was,
1: um, best thing I ever awesome. ate. Yeah. Best yeah, thing
0: I ever yeah. ate or best taco or God, that's it's amazing. Best, yeah, And it made his night too. Cause he's like, wow, in the night on a great feeling and you both feel good and you start and it. That's enough to make you do that all over again. So 100%. I do miss that, that one little, you know, 100%. I do miss that. Yeah.
1: Well, I, I, I get it completely. And I, I would say that uh, I have found the middle ground in that, Um, you know, when I see people on Instagram, you know, put showing me the dish they made at their table or whatever, and it's the closest thing to that that I can find from home. It's still hundred percent I guess it's the closest thing. And that's why um writing recipes and and all that has really become a passion of mine because it I still get that same high. It's a different drug, (laughs) but it's the same high. Um because I'm like man this still feels like I'm feeding people and um and I do love that part of it and and that's why I'd love to do another book. I'd love to just keep doing this regardless of money and all that this is just something I'm really like having a blast with um
0: yeah that's so awesome. we'll see
1: yeah we'll that's see awesome. and, and look this is the this is the year of work from home right yes um, and so absolutely I feel really lucky that in 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 a year where the restaurant industry is getting smashed i found myself in a space where i could still work from home that's Um, awesome and i'm very grateful for that but you know if you're watching right now in texas or not go grab yourself some takeout from your favorite place like they need yes agreed Uh, the the restaurant industry is hurt so please (laughs) if you can We'll get some. And don't
0: go to McDonald's, people.
1: That's what I tell them. No, 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 no. Local don't restaurants. Go to McDonald's. Single location restaurants. Yeah. Uh, get some lunch. Get an appetizer for 10 bucks, but do what you can because, like, there's not going to be small restaurants left in it. <laughs> yeah. It's going to be absolutely. Applebee's and McDonald's yeah. left if we don't help right absolutely. now. Absolutely.
0: Yes. Yes. Um, which is
1: strange for more. me to say because what I should be saying is like go buy my book and cook from home. Well, do, do that too. too. Do that too. Yeah. Do both. Do both. You,
0: yeah, can do do both. you can do both. You can you do can both. You can. We have things. to
1: eat three times a day.
0: Yeah. Ex- you exactly.
1: Know?
0: Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Uh, you Eggs know. in the look, morning. There's other people that out. have money. Okay. And I I know lots of people like that. They got money. Mm-hmm. And I tell them all the time. Yeah. Hey. Oh, crack open that wallet. Don't be stingy. And start ordering some stuff. You spend the money on other dumb stuff. You can absolutely, you know, support these other restaurants. Buy this book. You can make these dishes at home. And the money you save from this, you then turn around and buy some takeout.
1: Yep. These would make a great
0: gift, by the way. These would make a great gift this year. for
1: sure. For sure. Right? Because You're going to turn them on to this new
0: new word, which we didn't describe. I feel like we didn't describe that word at the beginning. Can we do that real quick? keto. keto low, you don't mean low to carb is the,
1: <laughs> low. It's a low carb diet. Um, that's the primary part of it. You can, you can control like on the throttle, how, you know, why you're using keto, but the, the basis of it is you're getting rid of carbs and sugar. Yeah. So you're eliminating, um, almost all the sweet stuff, uh, flour, bread, potatoes, and you're kind of sticking to meat and veggies meat and veggies, yeah. meat and greens, that kind of thing. Seafood is fine. You can still have berries, you can still have some fruit within reason. Um, but it's really just a low carb, low sugar diet. And uh, it has amazing, amazing benefits in regards to, you know, met- your metabolic health and your and weight loss, if that's where you want to go with it. Um, but you know, without without being preachy about it, I'm, 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 I'm here to cook. I'm not, I'm not a nutritionist. So, um, you know, you can do a lot of research. And that's what I did. I researched it I decided I wanted to lose weight. I researched it and found, um, an app. I use an app called, um, I should know the answer to that, but it's like a a tracking app and it's free. Oh, it's called lose it. (laughs) I'm loading it now. It's called lose it. And you, um, you know, you basically type in what you ate that day and it'll show you like your total carbs and fat and stuff. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. You can kind of like monitor how you do every day. Um, but I don't do that anymore. I only did that when I was in weight loss mode. Now now I'm just sort of intuitively keto. Uh, I just don't eat any sugar. I I still cheat. I have cheat days. We all, you know, it's life. We got to live. Of course. We got to live.
0: It's part of part of life, right? You got to have yeah, you got to have gotta those. Live. It will make you more disciplined on the other days.
1: It does. Yeah, it does. It's it's basically gluten-free and sugar-free. Um and uh but what I love about it is that unlike Uh, some of you know some of these other things like um i don't know weight watchers or things where you're kind of like forced to limit yourself i think a lot of the stuff with keto like you can eat a lot you don't have to eat tiny portions to lose weight that's what i like about it because i i want to eat um so i think that's where (laughs) i kind of found a home in it because like you know i i don't want to um have like a little square of chick plain chicken and salad and like no like you know i want like ribs and brisket and cheese and eggs and all kinds of good stuff so that's all on the table (laughs) very much so with keto so i mean
0: that's a great selling point right for people listening to this they're like okay this is you got me i'm listening Uh, (laughs) right it's like that's awesome no, oh, that's fantastic. Yeah. Man. It def-
1: definitely a great gift, especially for somebody who's like dabbling in keto. But um, like I said, it's a it's a cool way to kind of just learn and 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 cook uh, dinners that, you know, even if you make one keto dinner a week where you're not having the, the pasta and the bread, dude, you'll feel better. I like I don't mean that in a preachy way. Like you will feel better if you just have one or two dinners a week that don't have uh, bread or pasta. I'm telling you that alone, you'll feel better. It's kind of cool. Like I just, I have tons of energy. I just feel good on keto, even though I'm not losing weight anymore. I just still feel great. So I'm, it's I awesome. you know, I was
0: talking That's to a awesome. guy
1: yesterday who's, who's gluten-free and, um, and uh, for celiacs, it medically needs to be gluten-free yeah. and he's, he's going to try the book and it's not keto, but um, I, I think he's pretty excited to kind of just try gluten-free from a different approach sure Um, absolutely uh, yeah i I think it's it's awesome it really worked for me
0: (laughs) that's awesome man no i love that you know i think people are going to be this is going to interest some people there's no doubt i mean i I would imagine every time you talk about it that somebody gets interested from it i mean that's just
1: yeah i mean keto's in though you know there's no denying keto's hot um yeah uh, you know, for good I reason. Kind
0: of, I, I read, I do read a lot. of works. It works. Of, uh, it works. Good yeah. Things about it.
1: It does work. A lot of celebrities do keto now because they, yeah. you know, they all want to sure. be skinny as possible and all that. Yeah. Um, Hollywood's not not a nice place necessarily. But <laughs> hey,
0: it, I think Austin could be the new. I feel like everybody's moving get, to Austin. Yeah, here. we're
1: getting there. I just read that Elon Musk is like buying a house here or something. Yeah, now.
0: he moved here. He, he already moved. Yeah. It's not. Already did it. That's what you know. People like that they're not going to tell you before they do They're They've already bought the house. They've already got it done. And oh, yeah, say, yeah, yeah, I've, yeah. I've already I mean, my, I've been here three months, you know?
1: Yeah, yeah. My assumption is he, I, I, I'm sure he's keeping his properties in California. He just probably wants that, like, no state taxes or whatever. That's, it. Like, That's it. That's it. Now that he has a business here, here he gets, yeah, yeah, yeah. People, like, it's it's crazy. Yeah. People are like, Oh
0: yeah, Texas, you know, everybody, they want to come to Texas because it's great. And this and that, I mean, Texas is, I love Texas, of course it's great. Lone Star yeah. plate. Okay. Yeah. I love Texas. A uh, big fan of it, of course, but I don't <laughs> think that's a big reason of why a lot of these people are moving here. It's more just the, the money they're going to save their business, maybe here. And on top of it, okay. This is a cool city as well. Austin's a great. Exactly. City. Uh,
1: I mean, you know. even for me, like, you know, I'm, I'm not even here two years yet. And um, one of the things that drew me here is it's affordable you know i mean it's, yeah. it's 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 expensive downtown some people
0: like, might might say but, like mm, i don't know michael it's not very affordable uh, for me here <laughs> it is when
1: you've come from from the east coast like compared yeah. to dc new york you yeah. know philly california it is sure. half
0: yes half. yeah i mean that's i think true. Like, that's true uh,
1: down, downtown is expensive in terms of like living and stuff but um dallas is still, more
0: expensive
1: like, definitely definitely dallas is more expensive it's still much more affordable to me than the northeast by far 100 percent. yeah Uh, it just is you
0: know they do say new york rent uh is potentially going and is going down because yeah well uh, new york's like so many people (laughs) yeah so many people that have left um and i get it right like so i think there's gonna be a weird moment where people are gonna be able to get some interesting apartments for you know like it's gonna it's gonna be it's gonna be interesting uh yeah there. but, but i mean even not here not i here.
1: i um i have a buddy who has an airbnb um that he like is a house they turned into an airbnb yeah. and i can't rent it right now nobody's coming the conferences are gone the business travel's yeah. gone nobody's coming here right now because like
0: even for 2021 south by is going to be virtual this year um you know, and any other, you know, they got a lot of other film fest and other stuff. It's you're right. It's all going to be. even It's for heartbreaking, 2021.
1: though. It's just like the restaurant industry, the entertainment, the the music industry is like, it's hurting.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Wow. Um, it's wild. In fact, uh, anybody in Austin listening right now, starting today, actually, I, I can't remember the time, but you can apply for live music venue um aid. So anybody, I know that there's owners and stuff that listen to the show. So if you have a live music venue or, you know, a buddy that has a live music venue, I'm sure you've heard about it. Just in case you haven't, um, you know, tell or go if you're listening, comment on your favorite music venues place. Let them know that this is out. Tell them to, to get on it. They're give, Austin's giving out aid right now um, That's amazing. to, to hopefully help uh, with some of this. I mean, they're supposed to do it a long time ago, but whatever it's happening let's let's better, get it out better there.
1: late than never at this point point.
0: 100 we got to keep the, the the music
1: industry alive in austin we got to keep the restaurants open in austin yes it, it is it, that critical. is austin yeah it's that is like, the whole culture it's like it's like it's crazy. everything here
0: yes it's what makes uh, it's why people love austin so much and right. um we can't we just can't sit back and hope that nothing um no you know that, that everything will just magically be okay they'll, they'll get through it no they're not i mean it's uh yeah for sure so but at least it, we're on the light is at the end of the tunnel okay i've had a lot of talks with other restaurateurs. they they do see a light so that's good sign so they just see like okay at least i can see to some extent where i need to go where, where i need to get to so if people can just keep supporting, like you said, that's the best thing they can do.
1: Yeah. And so, avoid the delivery services with the food stuff. Like percent Pick up stuff. if you can. Yeah, Pick they take up. like thirty percent Yes. more they sometimes.
0: Take, they take up to thirty-five percent. I hate yeah. it, Grubhub. Favor takes uh fifteen uh, to eighteen percent, some places but that adds 12%, 12% up twelve percent. That's deal.
1: even that adds, adds
0: up. up. Well, your mar- your, your your profit is only about thirty percent in a restaurant. Roughly. If
1: you're lucky, yeah. <laughs> if you're lucky,
0: if you're lucky, yeah. You know, so yeah. When you start cutting into that, right? Like it, any of those fees, that's what that cuts into. It's pure profit. It literally yeah. cuts into the pure profit uh, of it. So yeah, if you can pick it up, um, or there's a cool service in Austin. Have you heard of this uh, called Runner City? No bro oh my god what? i just opened you up to something new it's a facebook group called runner city it's got tens of thousands of members and it's they don't charge the restaurant anything it's like you, you go on there and put in what you want to order and a runner uh responds and says i'll go get oh. it for you and you set up a price but it could with be anything person. right
1: it could, it, be it could be anything you go to best it, buy and get yeah. an iphone or whatever yeah yeah, yeah. I, okay i've seen this in other cities i didn't know we had a version of it here. Or that it it started here
0: like- Austin started it where when the pandemic hit it's called Runner oh. City and it's grown massively I support it 100% all the runners work independently and they get money and again they don't charge the place right so the place has nothing to do with it and you they just negotiate like- like, yeah you negotiate the delivery with that person Interesting I, I had some people bring I had this a girl bring down a Antonelli's cheese uh from up north all the way to my house for you know 25 bucks uh oh, it's fantastic shit showed up great you know brought it they'll do the whole uh they take care of social distancing they all got masks they're all you know they they work with you on all that stuff too so you don't have to worry about the safety of that they take it all very seriously so yeah runner city i've talked about it on the podcast so some of our regular listeners will probably they'll already know it but yeah dude definitely check it out and if you haven't heard of it if you're listening definitely check out runner city okay yeah i'm on
1: it and, and since you brought up mass, I just I just want to personally say thank you. I think you do a great job of kind of sharing you know the right messaging right now that we need. So thanks a lot for doing that. It's Absolutely. risky to to get into politics at all right now. Sure. Um, we are in a very polarized society. Um, yeah. but I have a lot of respect for you and what you do and being so authentic uh, right now. <laughs> we, we need voices like that because it's a wild place right now.
0: Thanks, man. That means a lot coming from you. Uh, I do. I Wild do take place. some. Uh, I do take some shrapnel on the sides here and there from people. I'm sure. Uh, I'm sure. You I, I
1: I don't really understand why masks. I understand how we got there. Uh, there's a very specific person who's made masks political, but it, it's sad. Uh, saving lives shouldn't be political.
0: Hundred percent. Look, there's. I know nurses and I know doctors and
1: my fiance is a nurse. Yeah.
0: Right. There you go. They tell I you right. They, they're day. just
1: like. I,
0: I look. I'm not going to. Yeah, just let me um, tell you the
1: nursing and, and the medical community is, is very hurt by the way that society is kind of, tired, and they, should, of, and they should be like they're in there working in these gowns, like three layers of masks and shields and gowns, like sweating for 12-15-hour shifts, watching people die. And then people are like complaining about putting on a mask for 10 minutes to go to the fucking grocery store. Like <laughs> dude just, you're going to
0: pick up some peanut butter bro yeah, you can't I gotta, i'm getting mad like yeah it, like i feel it, you trust me i get it
1: the selfishness I, I, and the no i don't know just the the lack of compassion uh i think austin's pretty good actually i don't yes. see too many assholes you know here in That's our true. city um but you know i, I gotta true. give austin some credit did you see the, the story about, about the mayor
0: oh, with oh the, gosh of with, course
1: with the, with the wedding
0: of course <laughs> i was devastated bro i was devastated like dude, why did you do that that is <laughs> so not dumb. good dumb, that is not dumb, dumb, good dumb. yeah uh, it's i mean honestly it's he'll never recover from that no i i don't Pretty actually know
1: anything I, I i haven't lived here long enough to really have a good finger on the pulse of local. i met politics. him
0: one time and i know people that know him um and, if we're, and we're, I knew somebody that worked with him for years, to be honest with you, pretty close. Um, but look, I, I accept his apology and all that and everything. I'm just saying, like, from a public opinion standpoint, like, people are just not going to forgive him for that. And, you know, no, just he's no. toast. um
1: yeah, it sucks. Well, whichever, uh, no matter what side you're on, you're you can be insulted by what he did.
0: Yeah, I'm insulted because I'm like, man, why would you give that message him- to people? Yeah. Go do that. Then they find yeah, out now people aren't going right. to trust what you say. Yeah. And you're a hypocrite. Right. Like you can't tell right. us to stay home and then go to your And the people wedding.
1: who are sort of anti mask are just going to think that his other stuff was just political and that feel for the fire. I, Absolutely. Yeah. Like I, you know, you can't just handing it to him. That's why and and, and they have a good politics, right? (laughs) Exactly. Oh, dude. I hate
0: hate it. I I follow
1: uh, politics, especially, you know, national politics, but I, I think that is a, that is a brutal space.
0: (laughs) Oh man. I would never be into politics. And you know, it's funny. Um, and politics comes up on the show and we've had politicians on the show and I've had, you You know, I've I've even had a a difficult discussion with one in particular. Um, and in fact, we have another episode coming out with a very, uh, uh ceo of funware phun google that you will see i don't even need to say more um he's come on that was a very that's gonna be a two-parter for us two-part episode it will be very thrilling um and i don't really honestly i don't really like these those kind of conversations to be frank with you and and i'll say it to the listeners i i i i enjoy these kind of conversations with you where we learn and we have fun and there's something to it. And I'm just not a political person either. And I, and I don't like that controversy and head butting heads and trying to prove something. And I mean, no, I, I guess but, I'll but do it are, if I have to,
1: but no, but you are, you know, bringing things to light that are important. Sure. have the conversation. And, and I, I think, um, you absolutely. know, to your point, of course, this is going to be easier. We are kind of, you know, cut from the same cloth in many ways, but, um, I think it's important for people to get out of their bubble, no matter which bubble you're in. Um, sure, so i you know, I, I like that you do that. I, I really do. Um, I have friends yeah. on all sides awesome. of the political spectrum. Um, you know, I I think it's important to just kind of understand we're all human and not anybody is bad on either side uh, exactly. by nature, by nature. Yes. You can be bad on both sides, but just being uh, red or blue or this or that doesn't, automatically make you bad or good either um but uh we should be talking about this stuff uh so that that being said i i I do have a lot of respect for what you do so i appreciate it but i also appreciate talks like this because like we can obviously talk for another two hours which we shouldn't do um but we could (laughs) (laughs)
0: so <laughs> right. it could go on for uh, trust me it, it happens uh, yeah uh, you we know. could but please so, enjoy my no, book thank I'm, you i'm so yes. glad
1: you got a copy um i'm glad we got to do this again after the technical errors that occurred
0: oh man i again i thank you so much uh <laughs> to you and haley uh for allowing this to happen again um i was so embarrassed y- y'all will have no idea how embarrassed i was I- tell people where to follow you online Your Instagram and all that stuff.
1: Definitely, definitely. Catch me on Instagram. That's where like my daily antics are happening. uh, At Chef Michael Keto. You know, that's where I'm doing stories. I'm doing daily stuff, extra free recipes. I do have more recipes on my website, ChefMichael.com, with the dash in between, Chef-Michael.com. And check out my new book. It's it's everywhere. Books are sold pretty much. So uh, Amazon, Walmart, Target. Uh, dot com all that kind of stuff uh, barnes and noble books a million uh and speaking of local stuff uh, or su- supporting small business if you go to indiebooks.com you can actually search for where you can buy my book locally many of them will deliver um oh, but supporting very your local cool. bookstore would also Damn. be another fantastic I feel way bad now. to uh to, to keep this running so uh yeah indiebooks.com uh or of course that. if if, if Amazon prime is your, that's, you know, that's what I used. I'm sorry. Undeniably the easiest route to go in yes, 2020. I Amazon um, people,
0: but I buy local all the time too.
1: <laughs> well, thanks again. And uh, no, thank hope you. to talk to you soon, my friend.
0: Absolutely. Thank you all very much. Uh, stay safe out there, please. Uh, with thank everything. Wear happening. a mask. Enjoy. Yes. Wear a mask. The Lone Star Plate podcast is produced by Texas real food. Go to texasrealfood.com and you can search your city for stores, butchers, restaurants, farmers markets, and more who are using fresh, artisanal, organic sources. It's a fun site that brings all natural options all together. I hope you enjoyed this episode. For more information, go to thelonestarplay.com. I'm your host, Patrick Scott Armstrong. Until next time.